You're listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. Hello world, welcome to the Lucas Askew Experience. I told you, the LAE faithful, that I was done for this year, 2017. And you wouldn't be hearing me until the new year of 2018. And guess what, that was the plan. I had a, I had a lovely honeymoon last month. Enjoying the finer things in life in beautiful Bali. Would recommend to all my listeners out there. I was enjoying the relaxation and complete disconnection from the world. However, when I returned to the mainland, lo and behold, who gives me a ring? Our good friends at Flow Water. That is who. <laughs> they wanted to know if they could come back and sponsor another college football bowl preview. And we at the LAE are nothing without our loyal listeners and our beloved sponsors. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second annual College Football Bowl Preview Show presented by Flow Water. And if Flow Water is on tap, you know who isn't too far behind. <laughs> the ageless wonder who still finds time to tour the nation and keep up on the latest in college football. None other than Mr. James Taylor. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's the flow water is a, a cheap plug, but it's a delicious water. I can promise you that. Uh, I'm not sure about me begging you to do this show. I, uh, you know, there might might be some some differing opinions on that, but nonetheless, I, I, I don't know if it was begging. It was uh, is a great branding play for Flow Water. They recognize the ability to reach across borders. The, the U.S., Canada. We even have listeners in Poland. Poland, wow. Yes, listening. Well, one day, once we get our international chops, we will be bringing you know, naturally brilliant water to, to Poland. <laughs> even though I'm sure they have wonderful water sources I, there I already. I think they already do. But neither here nor there. You know we, we've got a lot to go through. Last year, we did all 40, 41 bowls with the national championship, and we're doing it once again. They took out one bowl this year. But they added another one, the Frisco Bowl. So we still have the same amount. We'll go through it top to bottom. We'll give you our picks, some some things to look forward to. James, are are you ready for this wild ride? Buckle up, folks. It is going to be a fun one. I think we better start. (laughs) (laughs) So starting off, the the classic game, Grambling versus North Carolina A&T. Last year they, they played a game. This is the Celebration Bowl. This actually kicks off the bowl schedule. Last year they pay, played a 10-9 to nine game. It's a Ooh. defensive battle. This year, Grambling has one loss. NCANT undefeated. They're both playing well. They have actual high-octane offenses. Who do you like this year? Oh, man. I was actually in New Orleans for Thanksgiving visiting my brother, and I was begging him to go down to the Superdome for the Bayou Classic, for the Battle of the Bayou. And uh, he, he just wouldn't do it. To, with a two-year-old and four-year-old, he just would not do it. Fair enough. I wanted to go on Friday night for the marching band competition, which I hear has a larger audience than the game on Saturday, also in the Superdome. Um, but, man, it's hard to pick against an undefeated NC State game. Or NC State team, right? NC A&T. NC A&T. One of those Carolina schools. <laughs> It's, it, it is tough going against the legend of Eddie Robinson, yeah. but I, I think Grambling took it last year. I, I, too, like A&T, to continue that undefeated season and move on to celebrate their Celebration Bowl win. 
So after the Celebration Bowl, we're moving to the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. You have a, a Troy Trojans team uh, up against the North Texas Mean Green. Uh, the boys of Troy, the, the co-Sun Belt champs, won six straight coming into this matchup, which includes that win in Death Valley against LSU. Yeah, that was a nice win. Smothering defense, and they'll make you make decisions quicker than you would like. For me, last year I was a proponent of these directional schools, East or Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, North Texas, another directional school. <laughs> this year I'm going in a different direction. See what I did there? Directional schools. Uh, North Texas is a fine team, as in led by quarterback Mason Fine. 28 touchdowns on the season. This team can put up points. However, my statistician working behind the scenes gave me this stat. This team has played in the New Orleans Bowl four times before and have not put up more than 24 points in any of those games. I like that stat to continue. Troy 27, North Texas 24. Ooh, so you got North Texas covering there. They are seven-point underdogs. Uh, I mean, you got to go with Troy. I think they, they're they a solid team. That win in LSU shows that. And uh, I've heard some rumors about Neil Brown being a uh, you know a hot, kind of young prospect on, on the coaching market. So should be interesting to see you know if he goes somewhere, obviously, in this current coaching carousel. Potential Tennessee volunteer coach. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll go through the list of coaches okay, yeah, uh, wait, throughout right. there. That's uh, going to take a lot of time. Uh, we I mean. know, we know. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like Troy. I Troy. like Troy, and I actually like Troy to cover in this game. Okay, we'll we'll make sure that the Brent Musburger uh, <laughs> hat is being played for uh, on your side of the wheel. Uh, Auto Nation Cure Bowl in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Not necessarily beautiful in December. Slight misnomer. I actually went there for Christmas a few years back. Very frigid in Disney World. Things were not always magical. But you know what is magical? Western Kentucky. Even though Jeff Brom is gone, uh, they're still making bowls. They're, they're still a, a team to be reckoned with. Going up against Georgia State, uh, the Panthers. Who do you like, Georgia State or Western Kentucky? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I don't know much about either this year. Didn't get to watch any of their games. I know that Georgia State put some money. They got a, a new field, a new coaching staff this year, um, and on a new trip to a bowl game. Um but I think you know maybe you know they don't know how to how to play once they get there. I think I like Western Kentucky. I like the Hilltoppers in this one still. Fun fact on this on this bowl, Auto Nation Cure Bowl, the proceeds of this game, James, did you know, are going to Breast Cancer Research Foundation. We we talk a lot a lot about the bowls or money making ventures, and, and granted they they usually are, but this it's for a good cause. So it doesn't matter the score on the the scoreboard. The game could be terrible as long as people. <laughs> Are going to the game. The real winners will be the foundation. Well, thank goodness, because it might be a terrible game. <laughs> so, moving from a warm and fuzzy story to maybe just a fuzzy story, the Las Vegas Bowl, your your favorite bowl, I, I know for sure. Boise State, the Broncos against Oregon. Tough times for the Oregon Ducks, losing uh, Willie Taggart, their head coach, after just one season. Was starting to re resurrect and, and put a spin on uh, the Oregon Duck program. Boise State, a perpetual 9-10 win team, just won uh, the Mountain West Conference against Fresno State. Who do, you, who do you like in this particular bowl? And maybe focus less on who's winning, but how about the prop back, 
bets about the, this particular bowl. How many suspensions? How many people are, are making, <laughs> we, it, making we, it to the we game? We do love these Las Vegas bowls and see who, you know, what kind of antics these kids can get into the, you know, the night before the game. You know, Oregon struggled. I actually went to the Oregon-Stanford game this year, and it was a pretty pathetic showing from the Oregon Ducks. Uh, but since Justin Herbert has returned, uh, they've been kind of a different team, and they've been putting up some points, kind of the, the Ducks of old. Um, I, I think I like them, you know, to win this game. Let's take a look at the line. It's a it's a seven and a half point line. Seven and a half. I have them at minus five. Are you, are you looking at the uh, Are you looking at the win? The win? Or, or what? Uh... <laughs> well, that's what the lines. You know, I think the line may have started around what, okay. you know, five, but it, okay. it's grown. It's grown up to seven and a half, and even eight now. I see at the win. Um, so that's tough. I mean, I, to be honest, I think with the you know with Herbert, I still like uh, I still like Oregon to cover here. Okay, so that's uh, Las Vegas. Moving to the Gilded New Mexico Bowl. Oh, I love this bowl. Uh, this constantly provides entertaining classic, classic games. This year we have Marshall versus Colorado State. Marshall, actually, one of those teams, I remember last year, they don't have a color in their name or their mascot ends in an S. There the you thundering go. Herd. You remember. Put, yeah. that, put that on the board, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we got one. Yes. The Thundering <laughs> Herd make their way to beautiful Albuquerque, New Mexico, for the annual battle in front of 20,000 cold fans. Their opponent, Colorado State, was my sleeper pick to make a run in New Year's Six Bowl. Didn't quite live up to that, uh, that hype, unfortunately. But this team has a ton of talent. They just haven't lived up to it. Nick Stevens at quarterback, Michael Gallup at wideout, one of the better combinations in all Division One. This team can put up points in bunches, which is one thing that that Marshall team cannot. But this game, I, I don't even think it will be close. I think this will be a blowout with Colorado State covering and go over on that spread. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Marshall has lost four of five here, and Colorado State does have a pretty uh, explosive dynamic offense, so it's... It's hard to, to you know find a way that that Marshall covers here. I I agree, Colorado State, and at only a five point spread, I think you know I think that that's a pretty pretty good pick there. Worth a pick. Yeah. The Raycom Media Carmelia Bowl, Arkansas State against Mill Tennessee, the Red Wolves or the Blue Raiders. Which pill are you taking, <laughs> the red or the blue pill? Um, but I'll tell you who I'm taking. The head coach of the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders, Rick Stockstill. $10,000 worth of tickets for fans to come to Montgomery, Alabama for this game. The the love and dedication for that, a little sentimental feeling. Rick actually has his son at quarterback, one of those uh, father-son duos. And since coming back from an injury, the Blue Raiders have been rolling. You see a lot with the, the narrative of this bowl season. It's not necessarily the most talented team. It's a team that wants to be there, who's hungry. This 6-6 six and six Middle Tennessee team led by Stockstill, the, the family of Stockstill. I believe, Father, son, I believe they not only cover, but I like them winning outright and celebrating in the streets of Montgomery. Wow. Do you know the origin of the Camellia Bowl? I mean, I like the, you know. the Car- Carmelia? Or media. Car- Ray- Raycom Media. Raycom, Raycom media. media Camellia Bowl. Carmelia Bowl. Yes. <laughs> Say it well, with me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like the rhyme. I'm not sure what, what the origin is there. But, uh, you know, Arkansas State actually has a pretty pretty explosive offense as well. I got a feeling uh, they're going to blow up this family affair. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Arkansas State. Red Bulls. Okay. Moving on 
to the Cherry Bundy <laughs> Tark Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even think we need to talk about the teams here because this title sponsor, whoever was selling this, kudos to them. Cherry Bundy Tark Cherry. I don't even like cherry tarts, and I'm already daydreaming of what a Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry looks like. Have you? Do you eat? Never heard tart, of the tart product. Cherries? Uh, <laughs> don't eat tart cherries. Uh, well, I'll tell you. I'm I'm on their website right now. <laughs> Did you know that a cherry bundy tart cherry juice has oxygen radical absorbent capacity at 1.4 times the next highest juice? Oxygen radical absorbent is that a good thing? I hear that's a good thing. Seriously, these cherry bundy tart cherries <laughs> seem like the cure for athletes. After after a tough tennis match like we just had, instead of enjoying some uh, Deschutes or other beverages, we should be drinking cherry tart cherry juice right now. Well, maybe the sponsorship makes sense then. Maybe they're onto something with you know with, with the athlete uh, audience here. Cherry Bundy tart cherry potential <laughs> future sponsor of the LAE next year. I want them here. Yeah, uh, w- samples. I, w- I want samples to Cherry Bundy out there. I will be tweeting you live, and uh, we'll make sure we'll, we make this connection. <laughs> uh, in the game, Lane Kiffin. We didn't even talk about him. We don't need to. No, uh, but for the first time ever, no one talked about it. Let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> We've got the DXL Frisco Bowl. Only for the, for the big men in this, uh, this household. DXL, great sponsorship. <laughs> I like, uh, like what they're doing there. Louisiana have you Tech. never been into a DXL? Unfortunately, I'm not. 145 pounds. This guy's talking about the DXL. <laughs> I love their commercials, though. They uh, they know their target market. Louisiana Tech, SMU. SMU just lost their coach, Chad Morris, to the University of Arkansas. Questionable hire, maybe, or a prodigal son. We don't know. Louisiana Tech, Skip Holtz, who tried his hand at a, a bigger program, obviously failed miserably at USF, um, coaching this Louisiana Tech team to a 6-6 six and six record. Uh, SMU, see, they, they've been on the death penalty. They've been re- resurrected. Chad Morris brought them up a little bit. This is the new bowl. Who do you like to be the first ever winner of the DXL Frisco Bowl? Interesting. I mean, the SMU really struggled in the second half of the season, uh, but they do have a pretty solid offense they can put up. Big numbers. I know you know bowl season. It, it's a, a lot of times it's about these kind of shootout uh, big games. I just I don't really envision Louisiana Tech hanging around. They were a grinded out team all year long. Um, I think SMU has got to come out of this one. SMU, it is. Agree. Moving to December twenty first, the Bad Boy Mowers, Gasparilla, Gasparilla, <laughs> Gasparilla. <laughs> Sweet sarsaparilla. <laughs> Let's just call it the Bad Boys Motors Bowl. Uh, Mowers. <laughs> Great sponsorship. Great, probably not a future LA sponsor. I'm uh, butchering their name. Temple against Florida International. Butch Davis. Good old Butch Davis, the forgotten one. Uh, the University of Miami, who really led that that team to greatness. Unfortunately, he didn't make. Uh, didn't win a national championship. Um, he's he's back. He's he's with Florida International, an up and coming um, group of five team. Then you have the the Temple Owls, six and six. They're 
from the American Conference. Don't have much to say about this other than I, I like Florida International because it's in Florida, but other than that, no other rhyme or reason. Yeah, I you know I did see I saw the Temple beat Navy recently, which is a pretty solid win. Uh, I'm going to go ahead uh, off the strength of that win. I'm going with Temple. Okay. The Bahamas Bowl, probably one of the one of the best destination bowls. Got to be, right? Like if I'm a mid-major school, I don't want to be playing no offense, we'll get to it later. Um, the in in Detroit in the Quick Lane Bowl or that New Mexico, the Gildan New Mexico. Hey, you want to go to Gildan New Mexico? Mexico great, great bowl. Albuquerque, great bowl. Uh, 45 degrees. It's questionable. Yes. These two teams, you want to talk about the reason bowl season is here and the reason we get excited for it, these two teams want to be here. And the first team, they were put, not just the death penalty, their program was revoked a couple years back. <laughs> the UAB Blazers, their athletic department said, no, we do not want to fund this team. But they've been resurrected. They've been brought. They've been galvanized. They are going to be ready. I don't care how early their curfew needs to be in the Bahamas. They will make sure they're in bed in time, waking up, having a great pregame meal, and then rolling all the way over the Ohio Bobcats. I like UAB in this one. Yeah, I think they're a much more focused, much more motivated team. Ohio, I think they were supposed to, you know, win that Mac East. Um, they didn't play, uh, you know, up to their standards. I think they're a pretty disheartened team right now. They might have some fun uh, on the beaches of the Bahamas. A little too much fun, and uh, <laughs> I think UAB gets it done here. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise, Idaho. The, the <laughs> we had a shootout last year, if you remember. I, I, I do. The annual game on, on blue turf, we get to see uh, a different color utilized, which is always exciting. You've got Central Michigan, the Chippewas from, from the MAC, and the Wyoming Cowboys. I don't know if the line is out yet because they've been waiting on Josh Allen, the potential NFL yeah. uh, first-round pick, questionable with his injury whether or not he'll play. A, do you think he should play? And B, what do you think his uh, NFL stock is? Oh, that's tough. I mean, you know, I I think he should play. I think it's his, you know, it's his last game in college. You know, if I were if I were him, I think I'd want to play. But, you know, I also don't have an NFL career on the line and uh, you know, it's 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 a tough call. I get I get it both ways, I think for that kid. Um, will, but, will it help his draft stock if he, if he plays? in shines against Central Michigan. Does that move up the Mel Kuyper big board? I don't think so. I mean, I think there's enough tape on him as of now. I think it's more of an injury risk than anything. Again, I don't really believe in that. I think, you know, you go out and play. You go out and have fun playing the game you love. But, you know, Central Michigan, not to be confused, obviously, with Western Michigan, who, uh, you know, had a disappointing season this year after their their great undefeated run uh, to the Cotton Bowl, where, obviously, Wisconsin uh, crushed, we, we know what happened crushed their hopes there. But they had a nice win over Western Michigan. I, Wyoming didn't play well at times, you know, throughout long stretches of this season. Um, I, you know, I, I kind of like Central Michigan. I mean, for a program that has such a, you know, a, a top-notch quarterback talent, it was surprising to see them lose as many games as they did. If I'm Wyoming, I'm, I'm hoping that quarterback can, can come and play. But ultimately, don't don't play in this game. It, it's not going to help your draft stock. Rest up, potentially become a, a first-round pick. Because of that, I like the Chippewas 
Chipping their way all the way. That's a bit of a sad state of affairs, though, for bowl season when, you know, we have a great talent like this and he opts not to play for for injury concerns. I think that's kind of sad. Whatever happened to the love of the game. It's true. (laughs) It's true, but, again, their careers are are fragile. So I I don't don't knock them, but we do want to see them play. Fair. Speaking about seeing them play, the Birmingham Bowl. You guessed it, Birmingham, Alabama. Texas Tech, the Red Raiders against the USF Bulls. South Florida was a fringe uh, group of five team to play in the New Year's Six game. Unfortunately, UCF uh, knocked them out of contention. 9-2, and two, Charlie Strong has led this team to, to the nine-win record on the backs of Quentin Flowers. Quentin Flowers demonstrated his ability to lead this program. The, their offense has been rock solid all year long. Texas Tech... You know you're going to get some gun slinging. Cliff Kingsbury got a vote of confidence from the AD. They're they're bringing him back. They they believe in him as their guy. I don't know. I, I don't think he's done a lot with this program. Mike Leach had it had them up in top ten territory. He's been middling at six and six, seven and five. I like the Bulls. I think the Bulls are the better team. And ultimately, Quentin Flowers. This is the last game in an NCAA uniform. I think he goes out a winner. Well, Birmingham is a long way from the Bahamas, that's for sure. I'm not sure I'd want to make the trip to this game, but, man, that South Florida-UCF game was something special. Uh, It was a lot of fun watching South Florida play. Texas Tech, you know, they were on the verge of, I think Cliff Kingsbury was on the verge of getting axed, right? Um, Obviously, that win against Texas may have saved his job. Um, which is which is shocking. You beat a <laughs> seven and five six six hey, team in state. You beat the Texas Longhorns. That means something. Um, but I, I like South Florida here. I like uh, you know. I think they're they're a good team. I think they have I think they have a little bit of chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, tough tough loss to UCF. Um, other than that, they've had an outstanding year, and I think they're a really quality team. The Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, one of our two military bowls that we'll talk through. Army versus San Diego State, and this is a battle between ground attacks. You have Army, which is all that they do is run the ball and run it well. They led the nation with 368 yards per game and 43 touchdowns on the ground. Wow. That's that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Those are impressive That numbers. is impressive. I'm not going to share with you their passing numbers, but I'm sure they're, they're close to that. Offense is led by Ahmad Bradshaw, who rushed himself for over 1,400 yards. Army, that's what they do, run the ball. That's also what San Diego State does. Rashad Penny should be invited to uh, New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Obviously, he's in the West Coast. They don't give a, a lot of love there. He's also a mid-major. Over 2,000 rushing yards this season. He has been lighting it up uh, in the Mountain West. Led this San Diego State, State team. Probably the, either the second or third best team in that conference. Um, again, you have a, a run, two run-heavy run teams. Army, the mid-major, I usually don't like to pick them, so I'll continue that trend. I like San Diego State, Rocky Long's team, getting it done. Well, it's been a magical season for Army. Do you know the last time they were in a bowl game? Uh, I think it was last year. All right, well, neither do I. But <laughs> Were they in a bowl game last yeah, year? Yeah, this is oh, back, back, just... back years. Wow, but then good before, for them. Before then, it was It was dire futility. straits. Yeah, I mean, they, they, this was... Uh, clearly the best season in, in Army in, in many, many decades. 
Um, it, it was you know fun to watch. You know you get the, these military schools that can't recruit a 300 pound offensive lineman. They got a 250 pound tackle because he's got to go into the army afterwards. So they got to keep it lean. They you know they like to run run the options, the sweeps, and, and, and get those linemen out in space moving. Um, you know San Diego State's a tough matchup. They're a good team all year, but I'm gonna I think Army's got got some magic behind them this year. I'm gonna go ahead and take Army. No line yet because obviously this is the great Army Navy. Uh, game classic has not happened yet, so uh, no line on this game. But uh, I think San Diego State's going to be favored by you know a good you know seven and a half or so, and uh, I, I like Army to win. Dollar General Bowl, we've got the Toledo Rockets and Appalachian State Mountaineers from the Sun Belt. This is actually a rematch from last year's Amelia Bowl, um, where App State won on a last-second field goal. This Toledo team, though. Very good. This team rolled through the MAC. Only a couple losses on the year. App State struggled with their, their quarterback play. Uh, it was inconsistent much of the season. I think revenge is on the mind of the Toledo Rockets. I think they they are the better team. Yes, it's a little bit of a trek from uh, Toledo to Mobile, Alabama, where the game's being played. I don't think that will uh, that will influence them too much. They will win and have their Christmas uh, presence. Too. So I like the Toledo Rockets. Oh man, I uh, man, I'm still living in the euphoria of Appalachian State's win in the Big House <laughs> years ago. Um, also, the Appalachian State defense allowed 30 points over the final three games. Ooh, I think that strong play is going to carry them into this Dollar General Bowl, and they're going to go out there and get the win. Wow. Okay. Well, you, you like the value of uh, App State. <laughs> Love it. Moving to the Hawaii Bowl. Appalachian. Remember, Appalachian State. Okay. I've butchered a few names here. I'll continue. Uh, the Hawaii Bowl. Your Fresno State against Houston on the Houston Cougars. If you're looking at NFL prospects, look no further than Ed Oliver, a defense alignment on Houston. This dude is a beast. He should be playing in the DXL Bowl. Because he, he is a man. He is a man's man. I like him. He is going to wreak havoc on the Fresno State O-line. But how about Fresno State? How about Jeff Tedford, the Mountain West Coach of the Year, former coach at Cal, former coach of the British Columbia Lions in the CFL uh, for a couple years. Jeff Tedford's done it all. And I think he has resurrected, brought life to, to Fresno. And I believe Fresno State is the more disciplined team under Tedford. I like them. I uh, you know I agree I think I think Tedford is uh, you know a solid coach I like that he's bringing back those glory years of Pat Hill remember when Fresno State was the mid major in college football play anyone and anywhere anyone the, the anywhere the v, you know the Valley right yeah. they had the Valley I uh, you know it was kind of sad to see them sink into some years of uh, futility there but uh, I I like you know I like Fresno State here too moving on to the Cactus Bowl in uh, Arizona. Kansas State, UCLA, Bill Snyder has no intentions on retiring. In a recent interview, he still loves coaching, still believes he's got a few years left in him. I'm worried that the only way he's going to retire is actually kicking the bucket, um, and I don't want to see that. But I, what I do want to see is Kansas State winning another bowl game. Snyder knows how to get his team ready UCLA, yes, the euphoria of Chip Kelly will get you a little bit. Chip Kelly's not coaching this game. They don't have Chip Kelly recruits in there. 
I think Kansas State, the old Wiley one, shows them how it's done. Yeah, I think this feels like a, a game between two very disappointing teams. I feel like I think at the start of the year they both had pretty high hopes. I think they were both in the top twenty-five to start the year. You know, they, Kansas State ends up you know squeaking out a win over Iowa State to get to seven and five. So, you know, it's it's hard to motivate players on both sides here. Um, I, I think I agree with you. I think Kansas State has a little more to play for, a little more to prove. UCLA with the coaching turmoil, you know, that's always tough to motivate kids to get up for a bowl game. I got a feeling they've checked out at this point. Uh, I, I like Kansas State. In three words or less, we're going to make it quick on this bowl, the quick lane bowl, Northern Illinois or Duke? Duke let me down on many spreads all year long. Can't stand them. I'm going Northern Illinois. There's more than three words, but I like the brevity. <laughs> The Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl, you've got Utah and the West Virginia Mountaineers. Old Dana Holgerson. Unfortunately, Will Greer, their all-world quarterback, is injured, thumb in- or finger in- injury, ha- had successful surgery. It's great news to hear. Probably won't be back for the bowl game, and they're a mess without him, unfortunately. He is their lifeblood. David Sills, the the former recruit of of Lane Kiffin when he was a a teenager, um, great wide receiver for West Virginia. Unfortunately, without Greer, I don't think they can air the ball out. And the Utah Utes, there's three things in life are a guarantee, death, taxes, and Kyle Whittenham winning a bowl game. He's 10-1. I thought you were going to say Mormons. I didn't know where you were going. He's 10-1 in bowl games. Man, like. And he has played some some good teams. I like him going to eleven and one. Utah. I'll take Utah. No Will Greer. Utah. Move on. Have you ever had Zaxby's? Oh, it's great. Fried chicken. Yeah. How would you rate Zaxby's um, with the other kind of fast food? Popeyes. Well, I mean, just Ra- raisin jeans. Yeah. Oh man, I I Chick Chick Fil A obviously in there. As yeah, well. it's hard to beat Chick Fil A. I mean, that's kind of beloved down south there. Um, I'd probably go go Chick Fil A, then Zaxby's, then Popeyes, and, and KFC is running pretty far down. Uh, there. Raisin Canes? You've been there? Never been to Raisin Canes. Okay. Yeah. Well, what part of the country do they, are, are they specializing? Uh, you're looking at the Dallas market, but obviously New Orleans, uh, okay. Louisiana as well. Okay. So we'll, got to give it a try. Yeah, you'll, you'll need to give it a try. All right, moving on. Moving on. We've got a lot of ball games left. We do. We do. We're we're rolling, rolling on in. <laughs> Uh, the Walk-On's Independence Bowl. You've got Southern Miss against Florida State. You want to talk about a disappointing team? Florida State, preseason number three team in the nation. They played Alabama. The thought was this was the the winner, potentially the national champion. Florida State, boom. DeAndre Francois breaks his ACL. Their entire season unravels. Do they even care about this game? Uh, do, do they get up for it? Or does Southern Miss... Are they just that bad of a team that Florida State's talent will will win out? Yeah, I mean, you, you almost got to believe that Florida State's talent is just too good to you know to lose this game. Any idea what the walk-ons <laughs> independence bowl where, where that comes from? Is that no, that, that that's 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 a new one. Let's, that's, an, uh, that, that's a very interesting. I, I love it because you know, obviously, being from Wisconsin, we have a wonderful walk-on tradition with with, with Jimmy Leonard and Troy Fumagalli and, and the rest, but. Uh, I have no idea who. Walk-ons is a bistro and bar. Wow! It's officially become the go-to place for a good time and great food. Perfect sports bar to grab a bright 
or a beer and bring the family out. <laughs> Walk-ons, bistro and bar. <laughs> what town? Everywhere. Everywhere. But, All over the But place. it does say bistro as in B-A-S-T-R-E-A-U-X. Ooh, okay. So, so we're talking Bayou. We're looking at a little Cajun there. Okay, a little Mississippi, Louisiana. Yeah. Hence okay. it being in Shreveport. Alabama. Oh, Move, yeah, moving well. on. New Era <laughs> Pinstripe Bowl in Yankee Stadium. You got Iowa, you got Boston College. Which Iowa team is, is going to show up? The, the team that ripped apart Ohio State by 31? Or the Iowa team that played the rest of the year? Kirk Ferentz has, has brought this team. Uh, he's been coaching in for 19 years. Uh, 19th season in Iowa. Um, fourth bowl in a row. 15th in 17 seasons. They're 8-11 all-time versus ACC foes, but have won four straight against that league. They're going to be in tough. Uh, A.J. Dillon, the ACC Rookie of the Year and first-team All-ACC pick, uh, is the nation's second-leading rusher among freshmen. And over the last six games, talk about a nuanced stat, he has close to 1,100 rushing yards, the most of any player in the country. Wow. wow. Don't say the last seven games because he's not. The last six games, he has been on fuego. Well, I saw that they won five of their last six games, right? They, with with some you know big blowouts, I, they're they're hot coming in. Um, so it'll depend, you know, if again, which you know, I was such a well coached, you know, sturdy team uh, that I could see that, you know, I could see this being a real nail biter. God, I, oh man, this is a real tough one for me. I think my Big Ten blood's gonna 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 win out here. I think I'm gonna go with Iowa. They're just too well coached. Okay. Academy Sports plus outdoors. Don't forget about the camping supplies. The Texas Bowl in Houston. You have Texas against Missouri. Do you think Missouri remembers uh, the former AD, DeLost Dodds, um, comment about... Actually, I don't even remember the comment anymore. I had a great comment. He, he, he questioned Missouri's ability to win championships. But I, I don't know the exact one, so sounds like it was a fair, fair comment. Uh, well, basically, will Missouri? <laughs> you think Missouri can win championships? Hey, they they put together some decent, uh, decent first couple seasons. Gary Pinkle obviously had to retire. This Missouri team was left for dead early on this season. Barry Odom was going to be fired. He was going to be part of the SEC brigade that got fired this year, but he resurrected that team, turned the ship around, beat some terrible teams in their own conference, and got this team to a 7-5 record. You better believe he's going to be jacked up to play this Texas Longhorns team. I don't care about Tom Herman. I don't care about his rec recruited ability. I like the Missouri Tigers. Mizzou winning the Academy of Sports plus outdoors Texas Bowl. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. They're, they're going to beat Texas. Let's move on. Foster Farms Bowl <laughs> in Santa Clara, California. Purdue and Arizona. Arizona has a electrifying quarterback. wasn't even their quarterback at the start of the year. Khalil Tate took over midway through the season, and really in that stretch, he put together a Heisman caliber season in just uh, seven or eight games. He is like any Rich Rod dual threat quarterback. They were on a, a streak. They've obviously lost their last few games uh, to drop the 7-5 record, but they are an explosive team. Uh, and then you have Purdue, the Boilermakers, Jeff Brom. Again, another potential coach uh, for the Tennessee Volunteers. Okay. Unfortunately, he said no. But um, <laughs> We're at four now? We've we're, yeah, four we're, we're continuing. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll keep the counter up. Foster Farms Bowl, I like the eggs cooking well. 
Ooh. The Arizona Wildcats. Ooh, Rich Rod, my former boy. Interesting. Well, I wish they still played this at AT&T Park because I wouldn't recommend making the trip down to Santa Clara. Uh, one of the worst uses of $1.3 billion of any stadium I've ever been to. But nonetheless, I like uh, you know I like the Wildcats. I think uh, Khalil Tate was just, you know incredibly dynamic. Uh, put up incredible amount of points once he came. You know once they you know gave him the reins. Uh, I think they get it done over Purdue. Military Bowl, presented by Northrop Grumman. Virginia against Navy. Virginia, I don't know how they got to a 6-6 six and six record. I thought Virginia is perpetually 4-8, and eight, but they put together a couple wins this season. They're a decent enough team. Navy, this is not classic Navy team that we've seen in years past. They're obviously still going to run the ball uh, better than almost anyone, except Army. Who do you, who do you like in this one? Uh, to me, this is a toss-up, and I'll, I'll I'll flip a coin right now, and if it's heads, we're going Virginia, tails Navy. But yeah, Virginia played me. well early on in the year. They had a lot of fantastic covers early in the season. Um, you know, Navy's a tough a tough tough you know matchup for them. I don't think they're they're you know very you know very stout up front or very disciplined up front uh, to stop this this Navy rushing attack. Uh, but I got a feeling this is Virginia's year. You know, these guys, the seniors, are feeling a little momentum that they have not felt there in the last four years. I think they're going to go out and win this game. I flipped the coin. It was tails. I'm going with Navy. Moving on to the Camping World Bowl on, in Camping World Stadium in Orlando. You've got Oklahoma State and Virginia Tech, battle of ranked opponents. Uh, Oklahoma State. We're on the cusp. They seem to be always on the cusp of greatness under Mike Gundy. Again, another potential uh, Tennessee head coach. Five. We're at five. Who said no. But they'd lost a couple really heartbreaking games. Lost to TCU early on in the season. Lost to Oklahoma, which kind of ended their, their run towards a potential Big 12 crown. But Mason Rudolph is still there. But uh, Virginia Tech, the, the Hokies, Another strong year under Justin Fuente. I like this team. They're, they're well-balanced. They're, they're just a well-coached team. Things are are stable back again in Virginia Tech. They had that great bowl win last year, again, coming back against Arkansas. I think these are two teams that play well in bowls. But ultimately, who do I think is going to win out? I think Oklahoma State has just a little bit more firepower on offense. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. I think I'm taking Oklahoma State here. They have a more more high-powered offense. Um, I think they were a pretty solid team all year long. Question for you. Do you think either of these two teams make a college football playoff in the next five years? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. I think if there is – if I'm choosing one of them, I'm choosing Virginia Tech. Yeah. But you, you need to go through Clemson. You need to potentially go through Florida State again. No, I don't think in the next five years. I think no, Virginia Tech is on the cusp of it, but not okay. quite. Interesting. I think uh, I think I might take that bet with you know with you because well, you know future. I think these are both teams that are just right there on the cusp, right? Obviously, Vatex had some more national success in years past. Um, I think they can obviously get there again. Oklahoma State again, just knocking on the door, right? They're so close. Um, you know, I, you know, Gundy just got a nice vote of confidence uh, from the biggest booster in uh, in Oklahoma, T Boone, and T Old T Boone, and uh, you know, I, I think 
you know, one of these two teams in the next maybe even three years, I think, might, might, uh, might press for that CFP playoff berth. Moving on. We're going to the Valero Alamo Bowl. Stanford versus TCU, the Horned Frogs. And the Big 12 put in their conference championship for a reason this year. They wanted to, to showcase that they would have a team willing uh, to go to the, the CFP that obviously worked for Oklahoma. But the downside of it, TCU was a New Year's Six bowl participant. By losing in that game, they lost a couple millions of dollars for the conference because they're no longer there and are playing in the Alamo Bowl. Interesting, but it could have been worse if TCU had beaten Oklahoma. That would have, that would have <laughs> talk, talk about an all-time backfire. Potentially, <laughs> potentially. I like Gary Patterson. I think he he understands his team. He understands what is needed. I like the Horned Frogs to claw their way or frog their way <laughs> to victory. Um, man, I don't know if you caught Bryce Love's performance in the Pac-12 championship game, but it was it was pretty epic. It was one of the toughest performances I've ever seen. The guy was limping off the field, limping back on, and then you know busting runs. He's one of the the best, in, you know, between tackle cuts I've ever seen in college football. Maybe you know, maybe you know, next to Barry Sanders, uh, he is a <laughs> lot. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm telling you, high praise. You know, in the hole, the cuts he makes in the hole is pretty special. Uh, Stanford's been a fun team to watch all year. I think they're, this is going to be a great battle. Gary Patterson always has his guys ready uh, to play come bowl season. Um, I think uh, I think Stanford is going to pull this one out, though. I think they're they're a strong team. And then Bryce Love, I think, you know, give him a month to get healthy here, and I think he's a difference maker. The San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, Michigan State, Washington State. Washington State led by Mike Leach. Also, a potential uh, Tennessee <laughs> coach, unfortunately. I got the ticker. He, he said no as well. But, again, you have Michigan State. Mark D'Antonio, what a job. I, I don't think many people were expecting much after that three-win season a year ago, but they took down Michigan. Just put together a, a very clean and tidy nine-win season. Then you have Washington State on the other end. Luke Falk, senior season. What a career for Luke Falk. Uh, passing records galore. Washington State had a chance if they won the Apple Cup to to go to the Pac-12 championship. Didn't quite do that. Is this Mike Leach's ceiling? Does he get this team to 10 wins ever? I don't know. Like Maybe there's a reason why he's a, a, a coaching candidate for all these positions. He may want to get out and uh, look for greener pastures. Because of that distraction and just the way Mark D'Antonio speaks, acts, and really takes care of him himself and his team. Michigan State is my pick in this one. Michigan State, you know, is probably a better coach team. I, th- I, th- I thought they played a little bit above their their talent level though this year. Um, I and I Washington State was a pretty solid squad. You know, they didn't they had a couple you know tough moments where they didn't show up. Uh, but I think all in all, they're a good team. I'm going to take Washington State here. Okay, take the Cougars. We're on to December 29th. We're, oh, we're, getting, there. There. we're getting there, folks. <laughs> we are getting there. The Belk Bowl. Have you ever been into a Belk? Do you know what a Belk is? The department store? It's a, Yeah, is it a hardware department? It's more of a department, department store. It's okay. like a Macy's. Um, but again, it's very common in Charlotte. It's headquarters, but okay. in, in the, the southern states. No, I can't say I've ever been in one. Yeah, they're, they're massive. They're, okay. they're massive. Great selection. Great selection. I love Belks. Um but, well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yes. Just want to let you know that. Um, 
But do I love this matchup, Wake Forest against Texas A&M? No, I actually don't. I will not be tuning into this game, and because of that, I have no pick. James. Well, I guess we now know where Lucas gets all his clothes. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Let's move on. Okay. The Hyundai Sun Bowl. You're driven as Hyundai? <laughs> I guess we know where Lucas gets his crappy car. <laughs> the Sun Bowl. Uh, Arizona State against NC State. The Wolfpack. Coached by Dave Doran. Also... A potential Tennessee head coach. Seven. Unfortunately, he said no. I'm really shocked he said no. I mean, Dave Dorn has some good Wisconsin ties. He was a good D, I, uh, D coordinator. I'm shocked. He's good coach. He said, my family loves Rally or Raleigh. <laughs> Man, I'm killing they, it. They, but, they, they rallied behind Raleigh. <laughs> they rallied behind Raleigh. <laughs> but he's like, this, these are my players. Like, I, I love it here. Great. But I don't think you're getting much better than 8-4 and four NC State. Granted, Tennessee, it, it's still a work in progress, but you're going to be making a whole lot more money. I was shocked. I was I was disappointed and shocked. I don't even think NC State wanted him. They, they were like, no, <laughs> take, take, the, take the money. Yeah, yeah. But no, Arizona State, Herm Edwards will be on the sideline or in the booth. Ooh. Actually, not on the sideline. He'll, he'll be in the stadium. We know that. <laughs> uh, and he'll be making sure they play to win the game. <laughs> But I don't like Arizona State. I've never liked them as a school. I think their admissions process is is too too open. They, they, they take too many students, and it dilutes the product. It really dilutes higher education, devalues the degrees of others. Well, that was quite a tangent. Uh, <laughs> let's move. Yeah, let's get back to football here. I'm going to go ahead and take the NC State Wolfpack. Dan Doran, they've been a solid squad all year. Arizona State, I don't think they're that good, even though yeah, I think they beat Arizona to, to End the year, but I I I like the Wolfpack. Thanks thanks for saving me there. <laughs> Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl, Nashville Tennessee. You've got Northwestern, the Wildcats. You have Kentucky, the Wildcats. Obviously, the Wildcats are going to win, but which Wildcats will that be? I like Northwestern. And I'll tell you why. The academic rigor of this institution. <laughs> I believe that they they put higher education. As a prominent part, they're recruiting top student athletes, but they're students first, and because of that, I like Northwestern. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, I, you know, Northwestern, winners of seven in a row. Uh, you know, chance for a 10-win season. Coming off of their basketball team, making their first NCAA tournament. Now their football team, a chance to win 10 games. As much as I loved Kentucky, and they had some great covers this year as well, I'm going to go ahead and take the Wildcats of Northwestern. The Tax Slayer Bowl, Louisville, Mississippi State. This is Lamar Jackson's swan song. Former Heisman Trophy winner last year. Also going to New York this year, not expected to win. The great thing is, though, he actually had a vote this year because he's a past winner. I'm sure he voted for himself. He had a good season. It was actually almost on par with last season. His team just wasn't as good. Louisville playing against Mississippi State. No Dan Mullen. Potentially no Nick Fitzgerald. This Mississippi State team, yeah, they're 23, but they're not that good. This was Alabama's one of the Alabama's best wins, and they barely squeaked by. Mississippi State isn't that great. I know Louisville will struggle with the SEC caliber defense, but Lamar Jackson, like Michael Jackson, is going out on top. Ooh. I don't know if he went out on top. <laughs> 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 um, 
<laughs> well, I'm going to have to question your definition of going out on top, Lucas, but uh, Mississippi State, no quarterback, no coach. I mean, I... No I, chance. No chance. Louisville, moving on. AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Iowa State against Memphis, the Tigers. Iowa State put together a, a great season, beating Oklahoma, beating TCU. Matt Campbell, again, interviewed for the job at Tennessee, but he said no to them as well. We're now at eight people on that list. Eight. Unfortunately, Iowa State gets the tough matchup actually going to the home stadium of Memphis. The Memphis Tigers almost beat UCF, UCF in the AAC championship game. This is a really good team, uh, under the radar for most of the year. I like them. It's a home game. I think the home cooking really helps Memphis Tigers get to 11 wins this season. Yeah, what a great game that was against USF. Oh, Another class. Didn't even yeah. say. Mike Norvell, the Memphis Tigers head coach, also linked to Tennessee. He said no. Nine. We got right, nine, right nine now, folks. Uh, yeah, Memphis was was a lot of fun to watch. That UCF game was an instant classic. Um, Iowa State's a good team, though. I mean, I, you know, Memphis definitely doesn't face this kind of you know caliber on a weekly basis. So I think it's going to be a grind. But in the end, Memphis, you know, I think their offense is explosive enough that they're going to find enough plays to beat Iowa State. The Nova Homes Home Loans Arizona Bowl. Quickly on this one, because on the CBS Sports Network, which means not many people will see it, New Mexico State Aggies in a bowl game for the first time since 1951. Whoa. That's Isn't a lot longer than last season. I thought a lot longer. Army might have been. I still don't think they win. Utah State. <laughs> Agreed. Moving on. Outback Bowl. Michigan against South Carolina. Both 8-4 and four teams. Both sneakily. Got to eight wins. I don't think any of these teams are great. South Carolina, again, they were in the weaker division of the SEC. Michigan, Jim Harbaugh can't win against his rivals, but he beats everyone else. This is year three for the, the Harbaugh experiment. Year four will have high expectations for the team. I think this is their jumping off point. Jim Harbaugh is greater than Will Muschamp, the South Carolina head coach. I think Jim Harbaugh gets his team ready, um, and the Outback Bowl champs will be from the University of Michigan. Go well, uh, what did you think about the Mark D'Antoni, uh, Jim Harbaugh spat there with the snub of Michigan State? You know, not you know, not getting into this Outback Bowl, whereas Michigan I, with one extra loss. I, I think it was a it was a nice jab. It shows D'Antonio has has his team's back. And again, no no offense, Michigan is the bigger draw. You put Michigan in this game. Yeah, I, Michigan's had such. Poor quarterback play ever since Bates, you know, left, and uh, I, I just don't. I'm not sure. I see them winning this game with with that, you know, bad of quarterback play. I think South Carolina was a little bit of a surprise to me this year. Uh, I thought they played pretty well. I like Will Muschamp. I think he's he's building something good in South Carolina. I think you give him another, you know, year or two. I think they're going to be contending again. Uh, I like South Carolina. Okay, the Citrus Bowl presented by Overton's LSU against Notre Dame. Ed Orgeron, after the Troy loss, people wanted him fired. But the, the raging Cajun himself rallied the troops like Ed Orgeron does and just continued to methodically get his team amped up and ready to go. They beat Auburn. It was a big game uh, halfway through the season. They finished up at, at nine wins. 
This team, Derek Geis, the preseason potential Heisman winner, dropped off. He's back rolling uh, from their running attack. They're trending up. Notre Dame trending down. Uh, they obviously lost the Stanford game. They lost the Miami game bad. Yes, they beat USC, which was a, a signature win. Notre Dame can can run the ball. They can't really pass the ball. I think that was it was evident in the the final two games that Notre Dame had. I like LSU usually in these games against Notre Dame because I think they they will push them around from a defensive line and in, in the trenches. LSU is my pick here. Yeah, I agree. I like Oregon mainly because of his accent, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with LSU. I think he's got a fantastic Bayou accent. Now moving on to the New Year's <laughs> Six games. Oh, here we are, here folks. We go. And I'm now <laughs> still with us. And now into the uh, we're getting close to New Year's Eve. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Clock is almost at midnight, folks. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, USC Ohio State. This is a, a classic Rose Bowl game. Just played in Texas this season. This, again, this has all the makings of a, a titanic battle. You have Sam Darnold, the potential number one overall pick. You have Ohio State, JT Barrett the fourth, and that vaunted Ohio State defensive uh, defensive front. You have Urban Meyer against old Clay Clay Helton, the uh, underspoken uh, individual, uh, the coach of USC. This would be a a tough game for, for Ohio State. I know that they'll be upset that they're not in the playoff, but you want to showcase that, that you should have been in that game. You go and beat a really good USC team on a neutral field. I think they win, Ohio State. I don't think it's a blowout, though. I think Sam Darnold and USC has talent across the board and definitely keeps it close. Yeah, this is a, this is, should be a great game. I think it'll be a fun one to watch. I mean, I, I think Ohio State probably has a little more talent uh, but there's, there just seemed to be something missing from Ohio State all year. Uh, I, I feel like USC is a little more hungry in this game. Like they wanted a little more. They got something to prove. You know, they you know start the year they were a, you know college football playoff you know you know popular pick, um, even national championship popular pick. Uh, they've you know had a couple disappointing losses, but I think they're playing well at the right time. They're really hungry. Uh, I think uh, I think they got more to play for than Ohio State, and I think that propels them to a victory, and you know, of course, covering their seven-point spread. Ohio State favored by seven. Wow! Early on, yeah. PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, Washington against Penn State. A decade ago, a upstart known as Boise State made their way to Glendale, Arizona, and led by Ian Johnson. And proposing to his girlfriend after the the game, beat and shocked Oklahoma. Really changed the way that we look at um, mid-major schools. Now they're called group of group of five schools. This was Chris Peterson going back to that place. This Washington team and quietly put together ten wins this season, uh, led by Jake Browning coming back uh, on offense and Vita Villa, their uh, top defensive tackle really provides a, a stout defensive uh, front for the for the Huskies. And they will definitely be tested because Saquon Barkley, the running back extraordinaire, was a Heisman leader for the majority of the, the, this season. This Nittany Lions team, they just fell, uh, fell a little bit short, losing to Ohio State. This will be an underrated uh, New Year's Six game. I like it to be close, and in close games... I think Chris Peterson plays well and will have his team from Washington 
getting the W. Wow, interesting. I I still think Penn State is one of the best teams in the country. Uh, I think they could contend for a national championship still if they were in the playoff. Granted, I don't believe they should be in the playoff, but I mean they were. You know, they had the lead at Ohio State. They had that game in the bag. Uh, I think it was a blocked punt that really changed you know the momentum in that game. And then you know after such a disheartening loss, they go and lose to at Michigan State. Uh, that's a pretty tough stretch of games right there. If they if they hang on at Ohio State, I think they were up twenty one mm-hmm. there in the second half. They hang on there. You know maybe it's a different story at Michigan State. Um, it was I think that was a deflating effort. Um, but I still think they are hands down uh, one of the best teams in America, and I think they're going to go out and, and handle Washington and cover. It's a, I think you know it's a four point spread, so I will gladly take your money on this game. Okay, well, <laughs> you can book it right right now. Done. Capital One Orange Bowl, the Miami Hurricanes against your Wisconsin Badgers. I'm going to let you get first first billing here. Tell me why the Wisconsin Badgers should win this game. Well, you know, Wisconsin's really been a rock-solid team all year. Incredibly well-coached team, incredibly disciplined team. Uh, kept their, you know, you know, ear to the grindstone the whole season. Uh, you know, granted, I agree with a lot of the pundits that say that they didn't, you know, really play anybody. They certainly had a very weak schedule. But for the most part, obviously, they, they took care of everyone that was put in front of them. I thought it was a great, you know, game against Ohio State. It was a competitive game. Uh, you know, it was one of those games where, you know, because of the talent level, I think we needed to play one of our best games. Uh, you know, if not a perfect game, we didn't quite quite do that, uh, and we lost to a to a good Ohio State game. You know, even though we had the rock down six at the end of the game with a with a chance to win it. So, I still think it's a really really solid Wisconsin team, very sound, uh, great rushing attack. I think still one of the best defenses in the country. The Hurricanes, I mean, what do you have to play for now? How do you get a team up that was so fired up? You know, you know, they were they were right there on the verge of going to the college football playoff, and then it all just comes crashing down uh, in two weeks uh, in momentous fashion. I mean, they you know that loss to Clemson is incredibly disheartening. Uh, I think it's going to be really hard to rally the troops. Uh, you know, I think Wisconsin uh, gets it done because of that sound defense and uh, and sound play. I'm mean, going to take your word for it, but I will say Mark Rick has a way of getting his teams motivated. I think even though they are decimated by injury, I think Wisconsin is probably the stronger team, the safer pick here. But I think this will be a close game. Wisconsin is not going to run run roughshod and run away with this thing. Miami will be ready, more ready than you think. But I, I do think Wisconsin wins it in a close one. Interesting that Wisconsin is favored by six points here. I'm a little surprised there. I thought it would have been a tighter, tighter spread if not, you know, Miami favored. But maybe they're, yes, you know, maybe the odd sharks are, are seeing the. So, are, are, do, do you want to take those six points? Ah, uh, to, to Wisconsin to cover. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a lot of points given up to Miami. Hey, if if you think Wisconsin plays close games, if you believe in your team, though, <laughs> I think you take that. I believe it. If I take it. Okay, Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. UCF, the Knights against the Auburn Tigers, the only undefeated team, UCF, from the American Conference. Scott Frost led this team two years ago, zero wins. Last year, six wins. This year, 12 wins. What a remarkable turnaround. UCF, I've seen their campus. They've put a lot of money into that campus. 
even though they're students that I don't think have been the greatest supporters of the, the football team, they're starting to get on the bandwagon, which is nice to see, especially in the Central Florida market. But Scott Frost left. How will that affect the overall psyche of this team? This is the number one rated offense in the country. They will need to put up points because the Auburn Tigers will put up points themselves, uh, led by Carrion Johnson and their rushing attack. I think the, the Auburn defense obviously is bigger. They're faster. This should be on paper, an Auburn Tiger win, but you have the motivation of those little knights that could. The, the University of Central Florida, they are 12-0. and And you know what? I think they will be the only undefeated team at the end of the season because I think the UCF Knights find a way to get it done in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and beat the Auburn Tigers. Oh, man. Well, I would love to see that happen. I really would. Um, I don't like Gus Malzahn much. I don't like his gimmicky offense much. Uh, and I, I love what UCF has done this year. I, I'm not sure that they can really stop Auburn. I just don't see that defense stopping Auburn at all. Um, if I'm picking with my heart, it's UCF all day long. But if I'm picking with my wallet, I really just don't see how Auburn loses this game. Well, I guess we're going to find out come January 1st. <laughs> And now to the granddaddy of them all. Not your national championship, but the Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern Mutual. This is the first of the college football playoff semifinals. You've got number two, Oklahoma, against number three, Georgia. The SEC versus the Big 12. You, in the Oklahoma Sooners, you have Baker Mayfield, the presumptive favorite to win the Heisman this season. Oklahoma's offense has been red hot throughout the entire season. Their one blemish, a loss against Iowa State, which ended up being not, not a terrible loss at that point. Oklahoma, though, Lincoln Riley, the first-year head coach, took over from big, big game Bob. I'm using air quotes there. Big game Bob, Bob Stoops, who retired suddenly at the start of the year. People were a little skeptical. Can Lincoln Riley take the reins and, and get this team to, to the next level? He sure did. He also was granted with a very uh, talented team led by Baker Mayfield. Oklahoma's a, a very stout team. They're going to give up points. That's has been the knock all season. Their, their defense, it's come up big when they've needed to be, but they will give up points. And on the other side of the field, you have Georgia, led by a, a freshman uh, quarterback in, in Jacob Fromm. Uh, Kirby Smart has risen the, the Georgia Bulldogs to the SEC championship. They have obviously been strong on defense. Their offense has been a little hit or miss with the, the freshman quarterback. They still have Sony Michelle. They still have Nick Chubb. Um, obviously, they will they will run the ball heavily. This will be a, a battle of titans, battle against Blue Buds. But Baker Mayfield, even though he's a little bit of a... a it's a family podcast, so I'm not going to say, but a little bit of a jerk. He is a heck of a player, and I think he himself is a difference maker in this game. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it, it's tough to argue, uh, you know, against this Oklahoma Sooners offense. They have been pretty prolific all year long. I, I do love the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, I, I love what Kirby Smart's been able to do. I have. Always thought he was an incredible coach uh, and had a lot of talent. I think the Georgia Bulldogs were very lucky to get him. Um, you know, I, I think the passing game is really what's going to hold Georgia back. I mean, I think this is a you know an all-out battle. 
Um, I just don't see Georgia keeping up with that Oklahoma offense. You know, I, I think Georgia's going to be able to slow down Oklahoma a little bit. Uh, we even saw a little bit in that TCU game. Oklahoma got off to that fast start. Looked like they were going to, you know, run away with that game. And TCU, you know, a traditionally a very sound, you know, solid defensive team, was able to, you know, put the clamps down a little bit on that Oklahoma offense. I think Georgia's going to have a little bit of success doing the same. In the end, I just don't. I see Oklahoma making, you know, one or two, you know, more plays than, than Georgia and, and, and getting the win in, in, a, in a what could be a really a classic Rose Bowl. Keith Jackson would be proud. He would be. And it, it's great, too, from a Rose Bowl standpoint, you're seeing teams that traditionally wouldn't play in the Rose Bowl. Like Even though you, you have the Pac-12, Big Ten tradition, it's nice seeing an SEC school and a Big 12 school in, in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, even as a Big Ten sport, I kind of agree with you there. I think it's kind of fun. Fun to see, uh, you know, you know the Sooners and the Bulldogs doing doing battle in maybe the greatest venue in in college football. Did you know how far the Rose Bowl is from the uh, campus of UCLA? I do because I've been to two of them. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I no wonder you have half full stadiums for those games because I don't know what Chip Kelly has in store to get students out to the game, but getting from where campuses to Pasadena. Yeah. Oh, it's an hour and a half. <laughs> Not fun. Maybe I'll, two. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. But you know what will be fun? The All-State Sugar Bowl. Alabama. Clemson. Part three. This will be a doozy. Alabama, two years ago, got Clemson's number. Last year, Clemson came back and upended the, the tide on a last-second touchdown. You've got Alabama led by none other than Nick Saban, but also defensive coordinator Jeremy Pruitt, who potentially could Number be, 10. He could be 10. the actual coach of Tennessee by the time this podcast goes live. So fingers crossed that this is the guy. But Jeremy Pruitt and just the defensive juggernaut that is Alabama, they've continued to be strong uh, all throughout the season. Injuries, though, have caught up to them a little bit especially in the secondary, they've lost some some key personnel, some key leaders on that defense. And you saw a little bit in the Mississippi State game. You saw a little bit against Auburn. Uh, they were susceptible against the pass. So whether or not Kelly Bryant from Clemson can can strike, that will remain to be seen. And then the, on the offensive side, you have Jalen Hurts, the sophomore QB, who's grown up uh, a lot throughout this year. No one really has talked about the maturity level that has, he has developed a ton. Uh, didn't have Lane Kiffin or Steve Sarkeesian as the offensive coordinator. Um, so he's been able to, to really thrive and, and develop in the system. That being said, the Clemson Tigers, you lose Deshaun Watson. Everyone was writing them off. That this, this team's going to take a step back. But your boy, Dabo Sweeney, <laughs> commend him for the job he continues to do is building Clemson as a national brand continuing to get players year after year, not just on the defensive uh, side of the ball, but playmakers on offense. You have Kelly Bryant that has moved into the quarterback role and has thrived. And when you talk about defense, you talk about Brent Venables, the defensive coordinator. And I think Clemson has the best defensive front, but also the total defense in all of college football. They they swarm, they get after you, they will get in Jalen Hurts's back pocket and make things difficult and even though Alabama one of the 
They're obviously one of the four best teams. I think Clemson will make them look a, a little bit weaker than what their 11-1 record would show. So I like Clemson winning this uh, third version of uh, Alabama Clemson this season and moving on to the national championship. Yeah, I mean, what a fantastic rivalry that this has evolved into. Uh, you know, we got the you know the third game coming up. I think it, this this one has you know the capabilities of being another classic. You know, Kelly Bryant. I think what he's done to replace Sean Watson has been you know again nothing short of incredible. Uh, he has had some some problems throwing the ball downfield. Clemson kind of figured out Jalen Hurts last year. You know, I really felt that you know you make Jalen Hurts beat you. With, with, you know, with his arm. Don't let him run. Clemson figured that out a little bit. I think that was a key to their win last year. Um, I think both these quarterbacks then could have a hard time making plays down the field. I think you could see uh, really a defensive battle here. And, yeah, it's a tough one. I think there's something something is telling me I think Clemson's gonna gonna find a way to win this game. Um, you know, I, I like Clemson over Bama. So if, if that's the case, we both are taking Oklahoma and Clemson. You've got number one versus two in the national championship the week after in Atlanta. Clemson or Oklahoma, who you got in that Titanic matchup? This is the old bet with your heart, bet with your wallet type of thing. I uh, I don't like the antics of Oklahoma much. Uh, I love Dabu, but man, I'm, I'm this you know Baker Mayfield. A lot of times they say you know the best player on the field you know gets it done. Um, I I got a feeling Oklahoma is going to find a way uh, you know to make enough big plays, make enough big plays down the field. They have just such incredible speed. Uh, I think their scheme is one of the best in the country. You know, they have a great tight end. They have great running backs, all, you know, all over the field speed. So I think I'm taking Oklahoma over Clemson. As much as it hurts my heart, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and take the Sooners to win the national championship. Okay. I want you to remember this on January 8th when you're watching the game. Offense wins games. Defense wins championships. The best defense in the country, which I told you, is the Clemson Tigers. On January 8th, lifting up the Dr. Pepper trophy will be the best defense and arguably one of the best coaches in all the land, Dabo Sweeney. I believe back-to-back Clemson Tigers, I think they they find a way. Their defense will upset Baker Mayfield. He'll still get points. The Clemson offense can go toe-to-toe. You saw last year, unsung heroes show up uh, on Clemson. They find ways to, to get their, their running backs uh, into the action out of the backfield. They're just a crafty team in really excelling at what they are, are strong at and finding ways to make plays. The Clemson Tigers, back-to-back national championships. It will be pure pan- pandemonium in the South Carolinian city of Clemson. Death Valley, baby. Going nuts again. Free pizza. <laughs> and there, that's and that does it. Forty-one bulls, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. That it is quite the marathon. That How we, you doing, that, folks? That, that Still we, there? That we go through. <laughs> I, I know all of our listeners may have taken one or two breaks, but they appreciate all the all the helpful insight that you've provided throughout uh, the course of our time today. Well, again, it was a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure to be on this uh, this great show. Uh, you know, you're a true, true talent in, uh, in predicting these games, and, uh, I, you know, I'm honored. Any, obviously, uh, we want to make sure our beloved sponsors get the, the adequate uh, promotion they deserve. Anything 
that you'd like to share from Flow Water? Anything new coming up in 2018? Well, you know, you know, we're we're fighting the good fight. We're trying to rid the world of single-use plastic bottles. Uh, you know, flow water is naturally brilliant water uh, without the the waste caused by single-use plastic bottles. So, uh, you know, give it a try. You know, you can find it at some of your top hotels, offices, schools, gyms uh, across the country. Uh, we're growing fast. We have a an incredibly uh, fanatical following, uh, and and we you know we hope to have you one day. So we're 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 proud to be a sponsor. And if you are listening there at your workplace or wherever you are and see an ability to kind of reinvent the, the water cooler, James at FlowWater.com, give, give him a shout. He will take care of you. James is obviously taking care of me. I have a beautiful flow water station at my home office right now where I, I'm taking in this infused water that you provide. Well, it's a cheap plug, but it's some delicious water. <laughs> any uh, any final thoughts before we uh, we call it a night? No, it's going to be a fantastic bowl season. Get out there, watch as many games as you can, enjoy it with your family. Uh, you know, eat too much. Uh, you know, sit on the couch and and watch some fantastic college football. There's nothing better. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that does it for the second annual college football bowl preview presented by Flow Water. Thanks for James coming back on the show. We know we had a, a ruckus good time here. But for all of us here at the Lucas Asu Experience, we thank you. And remember, take care, talk soon, and God bless.